0: Listening to the Build Assets Online podcast. Learn how you, you can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe.
1: What's going on again, everyone? Joe and Mike back again, buildassetsonline.com. We have another question What do you do when high ticket dropshipping suppliers don't have price lists? and they want to come at you with like a quote like you got to get a quote for each time you get a product sent out. I feel like we've encountered this or variations of this a few times. And we give this we given this example on the show I feel like before. One time we were looking into really doing like uh, like like these these big display freezer cases like uh, like the, kind of the stuff you see on like Webster on store. And when we were contacting the suppliers they got back to us like they didn't even send us a price list like they sent us like a magazine in the mail and it had all these prices i didn't even understand how to go through it so we just said forget about this yeah and i think that's kind of the mindset you want to
2: take with this because a lot of times starting out we get asked this question and it's people who probably haven't started their ads yet or they're not really running a successful store and so we always talk about the path of least resistance the lowest hanging fruit whatever you want to call it And a lot of times, this is not it. It seems like something interesting that you can do and it could work out, but the majority of the time, you're much better served just doing things the traditional way, finding suppliers that have price lists, that have map pricing, so you can run those Google ads. So that would be the first layer of the answer is if you're not already making sales, probably not the best idea. If you are making sales... Maybe you got a bunch of uh, display cases, whatever, and now the big Kahuna brand, they only do quotes, but they have good demand, and you know that you can sell these products. Then what do you do?
1: Well, you know, it's a bit difficult. I would take it on a case-by-case basis. So if you can get a ballpark for what the quote is going to be, then you can put that into Google Shopping and give people an option to check out there because you can't not have a price for Google Shopping because you can't serve the ad.
2: Yeah. So you may not be able to do Google Shopping in some of these instances if there's no price. But what you can do is you can run a text ad for these these products. And so, you know, brand X display case, and then it goes to a more traditional type landing page where you show, you know, the pictures, you show the benefits, whatever. And then the call to action would be like, get a quote, and then they contact, You know, like a contact form, and then you can follow up with the customer, see what they want,
1: build them the quote, right? And that's what you do. And then it becomes more of managing. Well, what I was thinking, Mike, is if you want to do Google Shopping, you can have a price in there, and then have a call to action on the page to, like, you know, get a lower price, request a quote now, or something like that. We've done this once. Do you do you remember the situation? No.
2: So we were selling something, and when you were not able to advertise the price. On the product page. You had to call for a quote. And
0: right. so what,
2: what What we did was, we had to call for the price, whatever. What we did was, we had the price built into the back end of the product page, but we went into the code and we removed the add to cart button. Mm. And then instead we put a call for price button. Mm. And so you'd hit that button and it would call the right. website. I don't know about the terms of service legality of that with Google shopping, but it may have it may have been not very legal what we did. But anyway, it turned out to be not worth it. Well, legal is not the right word,
1: but whatever.
2: You know, breaking the rules, breaking whatever the whatever rule. you want to call it. Um so again, I'm making that point to say it wasn't really even worth it um for us to do that. And so yeah, again, I think you're better served to in that type of situation where it's like a complicated product, you have to build the um build the product, build a quote for someone, just do a basic lead capture, right, and have say a customer service person actually follow up with them and build the you know, build the quote for them and it becomes a numbers game of like every 20 quotes equals one sale, you make this amount and so is it worth it? Right. But off the bat, if it's just you there trying to run this drop shipping store, don't do that because now you're giving yourself an extra task instead of just learning how to get better suppliers and
1: run better ads. There you have it, guys. Hope uh, hope that was helpful. If you want to learn how to build an online asset portfolio worth a million dollars or more, we will show you how to do it. Buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. Go check out the class
0: and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.